Welcome again to Back to the Future Minute, a daily podcast where we analyze the movie Back to the Future one minute at a time. I'm Scott Corelli. I'm Nick Mendez in the news. And I'm Crystal Beth. Welcome back, Crystal. Hi, thank you for having me again. Of course. Uh, today we're going back to Minute 58, which begins with Doc telling Marty, go, at, go to it, kid, and ends with uh, Doc revealing that... Uh, uh, Demarty's mom is kind of infatuated with him. Um, <laughs> kind of. <laughs> Marty, Marty, Marty seems confused, um, which yeah. surprises me because it's like, dude, have you not been paying attention at all? Yeah. Um, <laughs> so Marty goes up to go, goes up and helps uh, George pick up his books, and then and then proceeds to like put his arm around him and be like, "Ah, oh, Georgie, George, George, I've been looking all over for you." And George just looks the most nervous and suspicious. He just, yep. and, you know, why not? I mean, like, I wouldn't trust anybody if I was that guy. Not at that yeah. school. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What, what he are just you got his ass kicked and some person he's never met is putting his arm around him. I'd be like, what did you just put in my pocket? Yeah. No, totally. What I mean, is on my back again? I mean, Marty, Marty in the next couple of minutes, uh, really, I, I mean, he's kind of, he doesn't mean to, cause we know better, but he's, He's kind of being a bully, like a little bit. Yeah. Well, he's like he, he he's a, he's like exerting his will upon George. Well, and he's yeah. and he's setting him up to fail, you know, because yeah. he thinks this is going to be easy. So he keeps setting him up, but it's it's just it's it's a joke. Like it just it yeah. just comes off as him making fun of George. Ugh. Yeah. It's, I really George. just George. Poor George. He's, yeah. What a mess. I, I do love how, though, when he's like, I need to meet Lorraine, and he gets, he puts the Mac on her. Yeah, he like, does. Like, he leans up against the locker and puts his hand up. And He's like, he's like, all right, you like me? Cool. I mean, he goes for it. Yeah. You know? And then turns and slinks away. Yeah. He's such like, a funny turnaround. Just, just the most awkward casual you could be. Uh, <laughs> so I want to I talk about um, Lorraine's friends, if I may. Yes. Yeah, please. Betty Betty and Babs. Babs is having a good old time yeah, she with is. all of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's just so delighted at I can't tell if it's at first thought it was she was just like, oh look at this is like like watching the train wreck. Mm-hmm. But then another part of me is thinking that she might be like also checking out Marty. I think yeah. I think she's trying to get his attention. Yeah, I think so too. But then I was like, what if she's checking out George, but then I was like, no, she's definitely checking out. But there's also just a little bit, like her eyebrows go up when, like she blows off um, George, Lorraine does, and so I'm, I'm kind of like, I can't tell if you're just enjoying watching this or if you're attracted to Marty. Yeah. Maybe it's both. She's just having a good time. Well, when one of your friends is talking about how attractive someone else is, it automatically puts them up. More, you're like, like, oh, why are, why do they like them? So you you're focus like, oh. in more, and you're like, "Oh, okay." Mm-hmm. I, I've been guilty of that face when I know that one of my friends is uh, into sure. some dude. Like, I'm oh, like, that, "Oh, that guy! Oh, this is that guy mm. that my friend's dad hit with his car." Wow, yeah, <laughs> he's so good looking. But I think that they're into Marty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Lorraine. Almost- Lorraine slam up against the locker like matches Doc's in the garage with the 1.21 gigawatts. <laughs> <laughs> like. Almost exactly. 
It's because Marty is one point twenty one gigawatts. Well, yeah. <laughs> it's also that uh, Doc has the maturity level of a teenage girl. I think. Sure. Yep. I think that's part of it too. Because... I almost didn't recognize Lorraine with her hair up. I'm so used to like the the curl, like the down. She looks yeah. great with her hair up. Right. Good for the. She's kind of got like too. a slayer thing going on. Yeah. Totally. Man, Leah Thompson is part of that family timeline. That'd be nice. Right. Sure. Yeah. Like like a like a they should make a they should make one of those one shot Star Wars movies and make it about like a like a distant Skywalker or something and have her play the mom or something I don't know sure <laughs> pull up pull a Winona Ryder in Star Trek yeah 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 <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah um because that happened everybody I don't just in case we forgot <laughs> yeah right both Winona Ryder and Tyler Perry were in that in that Star Trek that was so weird when it was when I was like really <laughs> I was like well that took me out of it they were trying to they were trying to redeem her right he was, this could have been literally anyone it was she was JJ yeah. JJ was trying to pulp fiction her yeah but like with that role like <laughs> yeah. that's yeah I mean that's I guess that's the problem yeah yeah I'm just saying that that could have been like an older actress that hadn't worked in a while yeah. Which is what Winona Ryder was, but I mean, like someone, <laughs> you know, like, like like a lesser known, like that could have been any sort of like day player that hadn't had like a big job yet, right? Susan Lucci, Susan Lucci, Margot Martindale. <laughs> Winona Ryder <laughs> was a, was a super weird choice, definitely. Yes, for sure. Yeah, Leah Thompson would kill the Spock mom, I think. Oh God. Yeah. Spock. Oh God, that would have been great. Yeah, I'm for Leah Thompson in either. In either Star Trek or Star Wars. Yeah. You know, Just we never met Kirk's mom. That's... No, yeah, we did. We heard her voice. I don't think we ever, like, saw her. Yeah, we did. Oh, that's true. She was yeah. giving birth. Yeah, she was the, the lady it's from the House. the nurse from... Yep. Right. I, yeah. I, I there we go. Yeah. Or yeah. the doctor from House. Oh, I call her a nurse because she's a woman. Oh, oh it's terrible. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Look the Lock the uh, doors. the record show that was Crystal and not either of the men on the show. <laughs> Stay woke. So, so uh, yeah, yeah. Leah Thompson needs to do one one of those franchises just to I'm just so to just intrigued. to redeem her last foray in sci-fi, which is Howard the Duck. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Uh, um, I'm I'm fascinated by what uh, what well, two what what Lorraine's textbook is because it has like, a really weird cover. It almost looks like a fantasy book mm. or like a fairy tale book. Maybe that's and just what she, she's going to read in class. Sure, during. <laughs> yeah. Instead of. So, yeah. Yeah, it does look like a fairy tale yeah. book. That's really interesting. It almost looks hey, like. Wanna, it almost looks like. It. it almost looks like it's Alibaba. Like. I, 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 I've tried pausing it at numerous angles and I, I, I can't make out the title. No, on the I can't. But. But it definitely a, it's definitely yeah. one or two words and then like a short word like a of or something. Bradbury for Omar and then Rockfall. And then two longer words. Yes. Yes. Uh <laughs> Rye Rye Bay for It might just be gibberish. It might just be gibberish. I, I, I just summoned a mummy by the way. Like no one no one's ever allowed <laughs> I know, to say right? Those. I'm terrified now. <laughs> uh, you just, you just, uh, yeah, that's, you just read out of the she book of the a, dead. Yeah. Some name on that. Yeah. She, she, she has a really cool pen on her shirt too. Uh, like a brooch. Like a, a brooch? Yeah, that's a brooch. No, it's a brooch. Yeah. Okay. Uh, she looks good. 
Yeah. She looks, she looks, she looks nice. I like that, her, like, her squad is color-coded. Yeah, they totally planned that yeah. on the phone. Yeah. She's, like, she's the violet, and then we've got the, we've got, we've got Babs is mint, and then you've got the wild, uh, wild Betty over here, with, like, the full mm-hmm. pattern dress. I guess they're probably wearing dresses, too, but they're wearing sweaters yeah. as well. Yeah. But, they're totally ads. It's it's a real Angelica Eliza. And Betty, Betty, because okay, so so Babs comes back in the sequel, um, but Betty doesn't, and I assume it's just because like Betty looks like at any second she's gonna move to New York to be an actress. <laughs> <laughs> yes, <laughs> to be like a one episode love interest of Don Draper. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, sure, maybe like like in real life, you mean? No, like her character. Well, I mean, this was like 1955. Yeah, so she would be like in her early 20s in the 60s. In the 60s, when Mad Men yeah. wouldn't be on the air for another 50 years. No, but in the yeah. world of it being real. Oh, that's what I was saying. And you were like, no, yeah, the that's actress. What I, that's what I, no, no, I meant the character. Okay. We were talking about the same thing. Yeah, okay, all right. Let's call the whole thing off. <laughs> I agree with both of you. Nice. <laughs> Um, I like the clothes back then. Like, I think the outfits were... Everyone was so excited to get dressed in the morning. Yeah, like, even George is, is like, who's not kept together, is still rocking, like, a really solid tweed jacket. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No like, one would to, go to school in their pajamas in this, in the 50s. No, no one. No. Ever. And, like, if George were to walk in at, like, you know, into, like, an America's Best Coffee or something, like, he would be, like, a better dressed person in that in that shop. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. George is dressed like an old man, though. Mm. Well, sure. Definitely dressed because like an he old doesn't man. have parents to buy him clothes anymore because he killed him. So he just wears his dad's <laughs> he's just stuff. Wearing his father's, he's slowly growing into his father's clothes. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh no! Yeah, he definitely killed his parents. That's definitely mm-hmm. a thing. Cannon. Um, he has yes. his dad's outer clothes and his mom's underwear on. Oh no! Oh yeah, you can tell. <laughs> Look how he walks. <laughs> So that um, means so that means when uh, Lorraine took his pants off after he got hit by the car, uh, it was much more embarrassing. Yeah. She was like, oh, my God, we should date. We have the same underwear. <laughs> you know That's too much. <laughs> oh, man. What, Lorraine? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. It, isn't he a dreamboat? I say that more often than I should. Um. In reference like to when? a great many things. In reference to whenever you see Michael J. Fox. No, it, it, in reference to any time, like any of my female friends are talking about like a hot guy. I, I yeah, that's how I chime in. Isn't he a dreamboat? One of my friends does that too. Yeah, all so, the time. Sometimes, sometimes I say it though, uh, not chiming in. I just, I just say it like, "What a dreamboat!" Like just, <laughs> well, sure. I'm just well, talking about go, some guy. Like, you know, there's there's handsome. But then there's like, you know, like Joseph Gordon-Levitt is a dreamboat. He is a dreamboat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You, like Jason Sudeikis is handsome, but I don't know if he's a dreamboat. Mm-hmm. Um, no, he's not a dreamboat. Dreamboat. Uh, Tom Hiddleston. Dreamboat. Total dreamboat. Total dreamboat. He's, he's yeah, like he's a dream that. ship. Yeah. He's like, yeah. yeah. He's a dream cruise liner. He's a dream cruise liner. <laughs> um, This might be a, this might be a, con- I, I can see this one getting downvotes and upvotes, but I would venture to say... Uh, Homeboy from uh, Kingsman is like almost like a dreamboat, or like on his way to being a dreamboat. 
He'll be a dreamboat in another 10 years. Yeah, sure. Maybe. I think to be a dreamboat, at least in my opinion, maybe it's because I'm getting older as well, but there is a, you have to be kind of distinguished in my opinion yeah, to be a sure. dreamboat. But you have to have a class. It's a class. Yeah. Yeah. You also so can't Colin... be, you also can't be too buff. I feel like. Sure. No. Dream, no. Dreamboats aren't buff. You know? Nope. That turns into sexy. Right. Exactly. Right. Colin Firth is a total dreamboat, I think. Uh, I think he's too rugged to be a dreamboat. Yeah. Too rugged? Wow. Yeah, maybe. Um, well, not rugged, but like... He's British too, like, which is a different major. form of rugged. Too yeah. weathered. A little, little too weathered. Yeah. He's a little too weathered for me. <laughs> like, uh, uh, I mean, we were just talking about him yesterday, but uh, what's his name? Uh, Henry Henry Cavill. He walks a uh, line yeah. between sexy and dreamboat, I feel like. Depends on his role. Right. Like, yeah, it's a like, like if he man to be from in, like, Uncle, Superman dreamboat. Shape. Superman? Like hunk, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Although, then oh hunks. my god, he is when he would turn his face in Superman, and Superman would sort of look towards not toward not at the camera, obviously, but, but towards past it. the camera. I got like fluttery. Oh. I was like, <laughs> "Don't look at me." Yeah. He's like, yeah. Oh, I am, mean, I in, oh, yeah. am I in the shot? All right. He's definitely. Yeah. He's definitely one of those guys. <laughs> he when he's out looking at the cue card, I'm like, ah. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's just. It's just one letter. <laughs> <laughs> the whole cue card is just Zod. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Zod. Uh, I think, uh, yeah, for sure. I think, I think, I think, uh, I think there's levels. And I think, uh, I think, I think she's right. He's a, he's a total dreamboat. Dream so and then I think like on the opposite end of hunk, I think you have adorable. And I think adorable is like below dreamboat. Just, just below. I think he's he's cause right. He kind of almost be condescending, right? Michael J. Fox is right. Like, there's the line between adorable and dreamboat. He's one notch into dreamboat. I feel like. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I can see that. It's like, <laughs> bet you didn't think we'd be talking about this on this show. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> I'm, I'm okay with it though. Let's just discuss dreamboats. Let's, right. let's do a let's do a sliding scale of different dreamboats. Oh, dreamboats. <laughs> From from like a rowboat up to the the cruise liner, so like the USS Abraham Lincoln, which is exactly. I think is what Tom Hiddleston. Did. Yeah, yeah. Ma- yeah. Marty McFly is a rowboat going into the tunnel of love. Yeah, retro. <laughs> That's Marty McFly. That's him, and he'd be whining about it the whole time. Yeah. In the Pixar movie about dreamboats. Uh, that would be sure. Marty McFly. Be a, that be a great that voice. particular dreamboat would be voiced by Michael J. Fox. I'm, yes. I'm always for Michael J. Fox doing more voice acting. I, every time he voices a cartoon character, it's delightful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He voiced Marty McFly in uh, Lego Dimensions. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah. That's cool. It's pretty neat. Pretty he was Stuart Little. Um, that's right. Yeah. Aw. <laughs> <laughs> I clearly have feelings about that movie. <laughs> Uh, Doc clearly has feelings about uh, Marty's mother thinking he's a dreamboat because yeah, you get he's that. Like, oh no, you get that soft zoom of just <laughs> Doc's wide eyes, and I oh. just I wanted I just wanted him to just go like do that thing where it cuts in with each word, and he just like oh my god, <laughs> <laughs> yes, we are bone, yeah. I also love that no one's really noticed this old man in. I know it's a simpler time. High school. Yeah, yeah. That he could just walk around because he doesn't even seem that nervous to be in the high school. Mm-mm. 
Yeah. Like he's totally just chilling out. Well, like I said, we've been, he's been there before. He's like, oh, I deal with these bikes all the time. Yeah. And he's, he's just, he's observing, you know, he's, he's like yeah, a scientist, I mean, I know. He, you know, he, he definitely doesn't have like an ulterior motive, but like he, he's totally not even conscious of that, that that could be connotated. Right. You know? Yeah. He's, he's uh Jane Goodalling, you know? Yeah. Yes. Observing the monkeys in their natural habitat. Right. Um, Got the reference. Yes. Yeah. Well, I mean, apes. <laughs> oh. All right, Sassafras. <laughs> um. I'm going to go, okay? I'm just going to leave. <laughs> that's, that's fair. I understand. You're like, no, yeah, go. There's a huge difference between the two. God. <laughs> uh, all right. So I guess anything else for this minute? I think that's it for me. Nick? No, I think I'm okay. All right. Well, uh, in the meantime, you guys can go check out the website, backtothefutureminute.com. Tell us uh, your idea of a dream boat um, and maybe the rest of that sliding scale. Uh, you can email us, contact at backtothefutureminute.com. Twitter, Tumblr, like us on Facebook, uh, leave reviews on iTunes because that really helps us out. Check out our other podcast, Not Writing, The Doctor's Companion, our Doctor Who podcast, and Geek by Night, our audio drama that premieres January 6th. Uh, and if you want to check out more about Geek by Night or support the show and possibly uh, get a chance to be part of our Patreon All-Star Week, uh, go to uh, patreon.com slash geekbynight and uh, subscribe there. Uh, so there you go. And we will, uh, we will talk to you tomorrow. Crystal, are you coming back tomorrow? Oh, heck yes. All right. If you're nice to me. <laughs> <laughs> All, right. All right. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Bye.